Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. Hello everybody. Hello Kieran. Hi. Kieran, I've got something to tell you. I'm actually a replicant. Or am I? Maybe I'm not. Maybe I am. I tell you one thing for sure, I will definitely not tell you. Mm, Maybe we'll find out in the director's cut. (laughs) No, you won't. Not the director's cut, not the sequel. You'll never know. It'll be alluded to, but no. Is that really a spoiler then? Well, (laughs) depends how you look at it. Depends what director's cut you uh, watch. Right. Anyway, after that mess, this week we're looking at the sequel to Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame. Yes. Now, what number Avengers movie is this? Is this, this Avengers 4? Yeah, this is 4. Uh, or you could say 3.2, Two, uh, yeah, the, the second installment of the third one. Yeah. It's the fourth Avengers one. Avengers 3 part 2. It's the fourth one. Yeah, technically it's the fourth one. But yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. It's a direct sequel it's to the number 3. Last one. Yeah, it's definitely going to be the last Avengers mm-hmm. movie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're never going to make another Avengers sequel. <laughs> well, I'm very doubtful of that, Matty D. I think it will be the last of the current iteration of Avengers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty confident in saying that. Oh, no, I was going to say that a few people, and this keeps being spun around, but a few people's, uh, their contracts are up, so... Oh, really? Yeah, we'll yeah that's true. Goodbye to a few key people. Do you know for certain whose contract's up? Is well, that something we can go into yeah, later on? I guess we, we know uh, Pepper Potts. So Gwyneth Paltrow's contract is definitely up, and there's speculation that this is also Chris Evans' last movie. Mm. Definitely. The movie before was supposed to be his last movie, and I believe it keeps being tossed around, but I think this might be Mr. Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr.'s last movie. Yeah, I've definitely been hearing that a fair bit over the last couple of years. Yeah. Because how many years has it been? It's been at least 11 years since they started, right? Yeah, it has. It's been a really long time. It's been a long series, a long time coming. Now, if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. Glad to have you. What we do is we look at the poster for the movie, the trailer for the movie, and we try and guess as much of the plot as humanly possible, just off the top of our heads. And yep. from the cast list is mainly what we go from these days. And, and whatever promotional material we can get our hands on. That's right. This is something we used to do for fun, just while walking down the street or... Having a beer. Having a beer, standing <laughs> yep. out, watching the sunset romantically, <laughs> arm in on arm. A, on a picnic blanket. Yes. Watching the sunrise. Yes. Well, maybe not that dramatically, but mm. still, this is something we've been doing for years. And then we thought, well, hey, why not share it with everybody? Why not record it and see, thus the podcast was born yeah see how accurate we can be or uh, how non-accurate we can I be I think it's more fun if we're inaccurate yeah but I'm very excited because the first movie that we've ever talked about is coming out soon right it's coming out next week Ooh. so next week is the premiere of Captain Marvel which is the first episode we ever listened to so maybe before you go and see Captain Marvel maybe directly after you go see Captain Marvel listen to our episode one if you haven't already and you'll be able to see how close we were or how far away we were from that movie again it needs to be said that we are no authority <laughs> to be We're able to speculate. We're definitely not the authority, but yeah, I think that's why we say we do it for fun. We're not mm. film experts or we don't have access to leaked scripts here. No one's given us any inside information here. No, of course not. By the way, this is also the very first sequel that we've covered. Yeah. We've covered a lot of movies in a series. It is, For example, it? Captain Marvel is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe series, I suppose. And Us, which we covered in episode three, is, I suppose, it could be in the same universe as Jordan Peele's previous film, Get Out. But Everything as far as we know, yeah. it's technically not a sequel. The same as Shazam. Shazam's part of the DC Cinematic Universe. And Hellboy, again, is a reboot. So again, this is the very first sequel that we're talking about. And it's not going to be the last. No. There's a lot of sequels coming up in our fro- in our Frozen 2, in our future. Quite a celebration. We're also going to try something different for this episode. Yes. Now, typically, when we decide what movie we're going to cover, we go away for a week, we look at the trailer, we look at the poster, we read the cast list on IMDb, and then we come up with what we think our plot's going to be after hours, sometimes minutes of speculation <laughs> by ourselves. And I think it's also worth saying that we don't talk to each other prior. No, we don't prior. at all. So Kieran doesn't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what Kieran's going to say. No. And our reactions are completely organic when we sit down and do the podcast. When Matty D arrives at the studio, I'm like, don't speak. I put my hand over his mouth and lead him into the microphone. I'm like, you can't talk to me until <laughs> record, until the red light is flashing. Because I'll probably blab. And he does. <laughs> if he's not checked, he will blab and ruin everything. And it's not organic. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, enough can't be trusted. Matty D. Now, what we're doing this week, rather than going away and coming up with our own separate plots. Because this is a Goliath, Kieran, to yes, take on. Yes, it is. To do we this thought, for. Between the two of us, I don't think we can cut 
cover a movie that scope is as large as this one. This is a big mountain to climb. This duology of movies has definitely been described by a lot of people, a lot of marketing people perhaps, as the most ambitious crossover of all time. Have you heard yeah. that term used at all in the past, Matty D? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the whole franchise has been that, but particularly this movie. Yes, absolutely. I think this one, if I'm not mistaken, is going to have an even larger cast than the previous movie. Yes. Therefore making it the even more ambitious crossover of all time. If yes. that makes any sense, it doesn't, but anyway. Yes. So I think it's worth saying as well that there is a large cast to get through and we can't really yeah. go through them all uh, with you, but let's say that all the old characters are with yes. us. So I think what we're going to do as a part of our plot when we start to go over it is we're going to go through a lot of the main players and we're going to discuss where we think they're going to end up in the movie or what their impact's going to be on the overall story. Yeah, we're basically going to go through them one by one and <laughs> essentially how the filmmakers will give them their due time in the spotlight. Because this movie is going to be quite a big movie. It's scheduled to be three hours long, I think. Three and long. a half hours Three long. and a half hours long. the three length. God. It's going to be a Five long three. movie. And I think, yeah, they're definitely going to give every little character their feature they're time. Just desserts. They're just desserts. They're screen time. Now, I've got to ask, even though I think the answer is going to be pretty obvious, but did you see Avengers Infinity War? Yes, I saw it in the cinema. And have you seen it since? No, I actually have not. Oh, okay. I know you have. Yes, so I saw it in the cinema as well, and I saw it a couple of nights ago as well. Was it a different experience? In some ways it was. I think some things were a bit more clear. I I went back and saw a few of the lead-up movies that I hadn't seen going in. Mm. Now, personally, I think I've discussed this in previous episodes, I'm not really interested in all of these superhero movies. I don't follow them religiously. You picked the wrong podcast to do. Yes, exactly. So I've seen a handful of them. I think I've seen more than I haven't, but even so, I found... That really hurt my viewing experience for Infinity War because there were so many plot points and so many characters that I was just completely lost on. Just because I didn't see, for example, Captain America's Civil War or I didn't see Doctor Strange, so on and so forth. I feel like these movies, the Avengers movies in particular, are like the climax of all the other movies that led up to that point. So if you really don't yeah, do your homework as true. it was. I had to stop watching the second Avengers movie. What was that one called? Um, Age War? of Ultron. No, Civil Wars. Um, yeah, Captain Age of America. Ultron. Right. Yeah, I had to stop watching. Age of Ultron because I was just completely lost. So about an hour into the movie, I was like, no, can't follow this. Had to turn it off. It was not good. Oh, really? Uh, well, look, I, I I thought there was a lot in Age of Ultron that didn't really have any... Bearing on the rest of the characters? Or just, it just came out of nowhere. Of the there was a lot of things that just came out of nowhere that really like didn't that have any... Like that romance subplot between mm. the Hulk and... I was thinking that particularly. I was like, where did that come from? Black Widow? Yes. They don't really go back into that in many no. of the other movies, so well, no. maybe it was just completely pointless Just after there all. and then gone, I guess. I'm sure you, Matty D, as a big Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe fan, saw all the previous movies in the lead-up to Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, I suppose. So it's interesting. I I love these movies and I was really, really into them in the first and second phase. Yeah. But over time, I've sort of not watched certain episodes. I think I discussed before that I haven't... Episodes. Sorry. It really is like a TV show. It is like a TV show, yeah. Very episodic cinema. It is. It is almost like that. It's like a big TV series. Movies. I haven't seen Black Panther, as I just told before. Right, that's right. I saw bits of uh, Doctor Strange. So there's some that I haven't really seen. I still really enjoyed Infinity Wars part one. I loved it. I thought it was a really fun movie. So there was characters there that I didn't know, particularly the Black Panther characters and... Yeah. But, and you know... It plays I, a large portion I, of the third act I of the kinda, movie too, so... Yeah, and Doctor Strange as well. But I kind of got the gist of it enough yeah, and, I, right. and I watched enough of the other movies that I can I, I could go along I with it. I think for the so, most part, they're broad enough characters where you exactly. can just assume what's going on. I had no idea who Vision was. I didn't know who Scarlet Witch was. I eventually well, worked it out. Vision was his, uh, his original computer, his AI machine. Tony Stark. Yeah, Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah, I got that eventually, but because I didn't see Age of Ultron, I completely missed that plot line, and I didn't see Civil War again. I didn't see where they continued that plot line. So, like you said, because you didn't see the major movies in the series, the big focal point movies, the Avengers series, and I suppose Civil War was a part of that as well, even though that's technically a Captain America sequel. That was a big movie, though. Yeah, it was. So it was almost sort of lose a lot of important plot details there as well. So I didn't know why the Avengers was split up. I sort of worked it out 
about just from the previous titles. But that didn't really play into the plot that much. They just sort of went, yeah, let's put aside our differences, pick up the outdated flip phone and call Captain America. Not that we want to get into it too much, but were no, you surprised, surprised by the ending? Was it shocking to you? Were you well, we've emotional? got to talk about it. We've got to talk about it. Half the cast died. I think more than half the cast died. Was I shocked? Absolutely not. I was expecting some fatalities, but I was expecting something with a little more weight, let me put it that way. The fact that they just sort of fade into dust and it's through the power of the gauntlet, and we've already demonstrated that the gauntlet can bring people back to life, can alter time, it can reverse time, it can bring up illusions. I think the ending of Infinity War matters very little in the overall scheme of things, as far as I'm concerned. See, I've always thought that, and I love the Avengers movies, I always have fun watching it. I'm emotionally invested in right. all those characters. And I was really excited and moved by the fact that there was actual deaths. Now I see your point of view that maybe they're not actually going to stay dead. There were some actual deaths in the movie. There were, there were. Right at the beginning of the movie, the ones that felt legitimate, I even re-watching the movie, I still felt like Loki and what's that other guy's name? You really cared Panadol. <laughs> what? Panadol, whatever that guy was who looked after the bridge in Asgard. Oh, right, right, right. Yep. The character, the gatekeeper. You know who his name is? Yeah, I'm just going to call him the gatekeeper. Okay, Karen. fair enough. And you're supposed to be the fan, so... Uh, yeah. Do not look for me for expertise. Okay. But you saw he's on the cast list, right? Loki's on the cast list. I haven't seen the cast list at all, to be honest, okay. but we will see. But those deaths at the start, just because they weren't those cheap vanishing into dust yep. effects that we had later in the movie, when you know Loki, I think, was strangled to oh, death. Gamora's then- death was pretty emotional. By that point, I was kind of tired, so oh, okay. I didn't really care at that point. Spider-Man's death was emotional. I like. No, I it had didn't t- feel permanent. I it had a tear in my hollow. eye for that. Yeah, look, maybe it's because I wasn't invested, and maybe it's just because I can sort of tell the direction that the movie's going. It, Cold-hearted. Those, those deaths just felt very hollow to me, but I suppose we can get into it with our plot of this movie. Yep. Now, interestingly enough, before we jump into it, of course, the plot of Captain Marvel, our first episode, yep. also plays a factor into this movie as well. It does. So. We've essentially got to work in another movie's plot that we've predicted into this movie's plot that we're going to predict. That's correct. We've really set a challenge for ourselves here, but next week we'll find out, I suppose, if we were accurate or not. (laughs) And will that affect this movie? Maybe, maybe not. They'll have all these little uh, things in Captain Marvel that will help the prediction of Avengers. Yeah, and we've missed it. Spell everything out. Well, didn't yep. we say that she had like superpowers? She's gonna have like the power to turn back time or whatever. She'll definitely play a key role. I definitely have theories on how I think that's gonna play into the plot. But yes, we'll get into that. Now we should really get stuck into it because I feel like it. we've talked about the previous movie more than we've talked about what we think the plot of the new movie is gonna be, and that's the whole purpose of this show. So we let's should really get stuck into it. Let's so, dive in. As I mentioned before, I think it's worthwhile going through not all of the cast because there's 86 of them, 86 credited major players, but at least you know, maybe the first 20 and quickly give our opinion on where we think they're going to play into the movie and and whatnot. Anyway, so the first credited character we have is Brie Larson, of course, as Carol Danvers slash Captain Marvel. Yes. And of course, she's new to the universe. We haven't seen her in a movie yet, or we have seen her in episode one of this show. (laughs) In our minds. By the time this movie comes out, Captain Marvel would have been out for months. So yes, Yes. everyone would be across the plot of that movie. So how do you think she'll play into the movie? What do you think her role will be? What we know about her is Nick Fury sent a message, um, a pager to her. Yes, very old-fashioned. Very old-fashioned. Obviously, Nick Fury feels like the state that the world's left in, Captain Marvel is the only person that he can turn to. Why he left it so late, not too sure, but it is clear to me that obviously... And why it never occurred to him to call her before. Obviously, Captain Marvel has something to give in this fight, and I think it'll factor in that she'll be the last hope or... mm, She seems very much like a last ditch. Yeah, she'll say the day in Chekhov's gun in a way next we have Bradley Cooper as Rocket Raccoon now he was alive at the end of the previous movie so what can we say about Rocket Raccoon he's going to be doing a lot of running around I, think I guess he's going to be running around with stuff. the B team if I'm honest I think oh, there's yeah? going to be a couple of teams I realised when I watched the movie last time Infinity War that is that everyone was sort of split up into teams Mm-hmm. Weirdly enough, Captain America and Black Widow and whoever else was on their team, they didn't really seem to focus or care about them at all. They were just sort of running around having really long, boring scenes of dialogue and not doing too much. Not boring, character fi- building. Yes, until the final scene where they finally had an action scene. But And I think that's what will happen They here. seem to really love Tony Stark and Iron Man. That seemed to be the major focus of the previous yeah, movie. Yeah, they love him. As well as the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think they had pretty high screen time as well. Yep, Thor. But yeah, I don't think Rocket will be 
be a major focus of this new movie. I think he'll be part of the ragtag team. The B team, my prediction will be. Mm. So they're going to split up and go off and do separate adventures. Yep. Let's say there's two main teams because there isn't that many people left, if I'm honest. I think he'll stick with Drax. No, Uh, Drax is dead. He won't stick with Drax. Yes. We also have Chris Hemsworth as Thor. He's definitely alive. Oh my God, yes. Eye patch and all. With his new... No, he doesn't have an eye patch. He's got a brand new eye. Oh, he does too. And a brand new hammer too. Yes. Now, I'm not sure if the hammer will make a return. I think that was very much a last movie thing. I don't know if it survived the final battle, but I'm going to presume that it is. Yeah. I'm going to put that out there. He, that is, he his has... New hammer. With Groot's arm. Weirdly enough, that didn't vanish when the, <laughs> the rest of Groot vanished. <laughs> Just the arm disappears. Now we have Evangeline Lilly as the Wasp as well, Mm -hmm. joining the Avengers for the first time since her own solo movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think she's going to be part of the B team as well, to be honest. You think Wasp is? Yeah. Because she's got her own super suit that Ant-Man has, he's going to be in the movie as well, of course. He, I think, will be on one team offering his skills and she'll be on the other team offering offering a similar set of skills. You don't think she'll be with the A team? No. No, she's very much a B team player. She's second listed in her own movie. Of course, we have Black Widow, who's still alive, played by Scarlett Johansson. Mm -hmm. She, I think, will be in the A team. I think they're going to keep a lot of the original Avengers on the same team. I think she will be. She's a main player because she doesn't have many powers again i don't think she's going to have a huge impact in the movie they seem to reserve the most screen time for the people with the most impressive powers slash most impressive abilities be it iron man with his suit thor with his god powers yeah but she she has a really like people are invested in this character she has a really yeah, good, I, well like i said she's going to be in the a-team yeah she's got a really good rapport with um with captain america absolutely so i think they're going to be very tight she's got an interesting rapport with hulk hulk <laughs> Or at least we're told she does. We also have Karen Gillan as Nebula. She's also still alive. I think she'll play a big part in this movie. You think so? Yes. I absolutely agree with you. If the comic has anything to go by. Oh, you actually know a bit about the comic, do you? I know a little bit. He's Um, cheating again, folks. I know a little bit. And from my understanding, she's responsible for taking down Thanos in a lot of ways. Really? uh, Potential spoilers, folks. You heard it here first. You probably didn't. But I, I don't know. I think they would more give that to Glamora. Did so, you say Glamora? Glamora. Glamidia. Glamidia. I think Glamora. they'll give it to Glamora. 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 <laughs> Stop saying Glamora. What's her name? I was calling her Gamora the other day, but it's Gamora. Gamora. I think they'll give it to Gamora. Gonorrhea. Out, Gonorrhea. I yeah. think they'll give it to Gonorrhea. Uh, but yeah, Nebula, maybe, has a big part in killing yes. Thanos. Gets her revenge after all. She's an interesting character. I think they'll really delve into her psyche. Yeah. There's a reason they've kept her alive. Oh, yeah. Now, speaking of important characters, the next credited character is Josh Brolin as Thanos. Oh, yeah. I think he might have a big part in the movie. <laughs> It's interesting you say that because will he? Because he's mm, yeah, done true. his thing. He's done his thing. So is he content now mm. when they start fighting the good fight? Well, I know he... he's going to be a farmer. So I've already set my ways that he's going to be a farmer in this mm-hmm. movie. And the Avengers are going to ruin his farm. But I suppose we can go into that in more detail a little bit later on. Yeah. I can safely say that I think he'll meet his demise in this movie. Yes. Next by have... his own hand or by someone else's? Ooh. Pun intended. By his own gauntlet, maybe. Now, I have an interesting thing about that because the gauntlet started damaging itself at the end of the movie. Really? Mm. So I, I think it may be didn't out. didn't notice that on two viewings, but yeah, we may go into that a bit more. We also have Chris Evans as Captain America. Of course. He's definitely still alive. And he's a big player in this, in the trailer at least. He's leading the charge. Yeah. So he's... I think he'll be the captain of the A-team. He, yep. Absolutely. In more ways than one, the captain, of course. I do believe so. He's going to be leading this entire force. Next, we have a man with a lot of buzzards circling around him. We've got Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark slash Iron Man. Very well put. He's in deep space in the trailer. We don't see him with any of the Avengers throughout the trailers at all. How did he end up in deep space? Was he left there? He was wasn't there in the final battle, was he? He fought Thanos. He On nearly a died. He fought Thanos alongside Spider-Man, yep. Peter Quill, Drax, the woman with the snail eyes on her head. Mantis. Uh, Mantis and Doctor Strange on that Doctor weird Strange, planet. Yeah. And I believe when the people started vanishing into dust that it was just Tony Stark left alive, if I'm not mistaken. So is he in space at the moment? He's on the planet, but he'll probably get on a spaceship to get away. And his suit was essentially destroyed. His nanobot suit was essentially destroyed in that fight with Thanos. But once Thanos got the stone 
phone from Doctor Strange. He basically skedaddled, stranding Tony Stark there. So he's sort of in a tricky situation. So he's got no real way to get back quickly. He's thousands of light years away. So I think he'll be making his way back on a spaceship, be it the Guardian's ship, whatever they got there on. No, they drove Thanos's ship there, didn't they? So they're definitely he's definitely not going to be able to take that one back since it exploded. So yeah, I think he'll take the Guardian's ship, whatever they got. Wasn't the other Avengers on the planet with him? What other Avengers? Doctor Strange. He's dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who else is there? Is it just him? Just Tony Stark, just as far old, as I know. Just old TS. Spider-Man's dead. You've never and made Thanos. a big point of that. Thanos is not there. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yes, I think you're on the ball here. I think we may not see Tony Stark alive at the end of this movie. I think that's a fairly safe bet. Now, his ears must be burning because the next person credited on the list is Tom Holland as Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. What? But he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think we'll definitely be seeing How him is back he again. back? And it must be a flashback, Kieran. Yeah. Is it another cold open? Now, here's the question. Do you reckon they'll bring everybody back mid-movie, or do you reckon it'll be like a... I know I said I wouldn't reference it again, but a Dragon Ball Z style, everyone's brought back at the end for the final celebration. Nope. I think they'll be sprinkled in. Everyone will have their moment of being, da-da, But I'm at back. the end of the movie, or you're saying all throughout the movie? All throughout gradu- the movie. How are they going to bring them back gradually all throughout the movie? It might fit into the plot. Maybe they need to get people individually, maybe people reappear in different spots and then they go find them. Like they defeat Thanos in the first half of the movie and the second half of the movie is like we have to go around and find who says, everybody. Who says they'll appear when Thanos is dead? Well, look at it this way. To tell an interesting story that reaches a satisfying conclusion, you know, you've got to have the reward after the defeat of the villain. And the defeat of the villain typically happens at the end of the movie. I don't think they're going to kill him off in the first scene and then have the rest of the movie just be a big party. No, I don't think they're going to kill him off in the first scene, but what I'm saying is I don't think the main characters are going to be all back at the end because I think they're all going to have their sort of moments throughout the movie. I think How that'll work, I'm not too sure, but I yeah, think I, I th- don't agree with you there, Matty D. I okay. think they're all going to come back. Everyone who turned to dust I think is all going to come back at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah, Really? Absolutely. I think they might find a loophole where they have to bring back the people they need. Ooh, so like okay. your Peter Parkers. They play favourites. Oh, who can we leave dead? No. Mm, looking at you. <laughs> um, not not necessarily. Like their overall Scarlet goal. Witch, if their, you're dead. Their overall goal is to bring everyone back, but they start bringing people back through maybe a time travel device, Captain Marvel. Maybe they get their hands on a gem. Maybe something happens like that. I'm not too sure how it factors in, but you're going to see Peter Parker, and you're going to see Pick Doctor Strange, and you're going to and you're going to see those kind of A-list Avengers more throughout the movie than you will at the end. That's my prediction for that. They wouldn't just save them to the end of the movie or for the big fight scene. They would have Spider-Man in the movie more than that. Now, another character making a return appearance, of course, is Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. Mm. So happy to see him back again. Yeah, I love that guy. He was sadly missed, if you ask me, in the previous Avengers movie. And we also have someone else who is missing, Paul Rudd as Scott Lang slash Ant-Man. Yes, and he is in the trailer. Yes, absolutely. He plays a pretty large part in the trailer. Mm -hmm. But of course, I think it was important to reintroduce him in the movie. He was sort of out of the way at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp he was sort of left in limbo literally yes. he was shrunk down to a almost smaller than microscopic level he went through time and space right he went through the they call he, it he something. shrunk down below time itself yes I don't know I didn't see the movie so I couldn't speak to that he got so tiny he like went yeah he went through a different plane I think mm, don't you hate it when that happens yeah all the time of course we've got Mark Ruffalo returning as the Hulk the good old Hulk do you reckon he'll do a lot in this movie other than being the Hulk he'll definitely Hulk out let's say he'll definitely Hulk out at the end of the movie for the big final fight since he didn't really do it at all in the previous movie yes that's right so I think it will be a big triumphant moment when he finally hulks out again because he's gone through an interesting journey hasn't he with from between like Thor Ragnarok and then sort of trying to distancing himself from the Hulk yeah absolutely because the Hulk got defeated and he didn't want to turn into the Hulk right yeah, that was that's the whole right. thing he was scared he had Hulk impotence <laughs> it he did remind get, me of that he couldn't get it up I wanted him to sit down with his doctor like Peter Parker did in that in Spider-Man 2 and be like I've got this friend he turns into the Hulk (laughs) maybe he doesn't want to be the Hulk anymore maybe your friend doesn't want to be yeah exactly Spider-Man hey can I tell you somebody who is going to be in this movie yes please and someone Tilda Swinton as the ancient one I just came across here interesting interesting indeed I have no idea who that character is she's from Doctor Strange she was the bad guy essentially in Doctor Strange ooh that's interesting Stan Lee is in this movie well of course he is we've already said that he's pre-recorded all his cameos against a green screen but in all seriousness he has done that for this movie yeah I think they've got to do that for the fans though I think people will be really disappointed and heartbroken 
if yeah. he's suddenly not in the movie. I mean, of course he is dead, but it'll be nice. It's to very see. much an established part of the universe, and at least for this final movie, maybe they could have a really good one. I know they may be limited with their options of what they've filmed, what they've got in the can, but it'd be nice to have a tender one and then maybe finally let it go, since it's you know the final film of this series. Let's say this franchise, this iteration of the franchise. Anyway, it's not going to be the final film of the franchise, of course not. But yeah, this iteration of the franchise anyway. But yeah, it'd be really nice to have some sort of farewell. But like I said, they might be a bit limited in their options. See, you think this the franchise will continue after this? I don't think it will. Not in this iteration, like it'll reboot or something like that. I'm very doubtful of that, Matty Dow. I think we'll have to agree to disagree, as they say. Now, the last person I wanted to mention on this cast list, of course, is Rufus Vinal as pub bartender. Oh, okay. Now, I'm not sure how pub bartender is going to play into the plot, but I think he's going to be a pivotal character. So I think pub bartender is going to defeat Thanos. He's going to wear the gauntlet and he's going to bring everyone back. He's somehow going to amass the powers of all the Avengers. So he's going to have the, everybody's powers at Watch once. out for pub bartender, everybody. Yes. The yeah. saviour of the world. And then he'll just kill the other half of the cast just because he can. Yeah. Because he's pub bartender. Just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Good old pub bartender. Well, he's credited one person above, Keith Dinkle, <laughs> who plays high school student. Oh, my God. Now, how will high school student fit yeah. into this plot? Well, I'm very excited now. Not for pub bartender, but definitely for Dinkle's high school student. <laughs> Not Peter Dinkle's. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we're getting off topic now. The rest of the 86 cast members on this list are all just periphery players. I think we've really gone through all the important ones. So again, if you're a fan of this franchise, a lot of old names coming back. Yes. Everyone knows these characters. Everyone is invested in these characters, knows what they're about. So I don't think there's going to be a lot of time establishing any more to these characters other than visiting new avenues. If you're a fan of one of these heroes, I can guarantee they're going to appear in this film in some form. Absolutely. Maybe not Red Skull, but he's not really a hero, is he? So. <laughs> he appeared in the last one. That was yeah, barely. Yeah. For no reason. It was weird. Anyhow, anyhow, now that we know who's in the movie and we've thrown some theories around while discussing the players. So how do you think this movie will open? Let's just throw it out there. Do you reckon it will be a Kieran-style cold open or a Matty D-style flashback? The previous movie had a cold open, so I'm feeling pretty confident this one's going to have one too. I honestly have no idea. There's so many options they could go with. They could do a Thanos open, the nice little Thanos. Mm, I tell you what, I disagree. I think they're going to leave Thanos out of the movie until maybe Act 3, the start of Act 3. Okay, that's interesting. Because the other alternative is perhaps we see the events of the last movie in a different perspective. So everyone just gets that refresher, that shock of what happened and the impact of it. So, Do you think it'll pick up immediately where the previous movie left off? Or do you think some time will have passed? No, I think it'll pick immediately after the first movie left off. Right, of course. So I don't think like a year has passed. No. No, actually, some time has to have passed because from what we saw in the trailer, a lot of the world is coming to terms with the massive loss they've experienced. So there's posters up saying, you know, how to cope with suddenly losing half your friends in one day. So I think a couple of months will... Perhaps, perhaps, but where the movie will open up will be straight after the last movie. I disagree. It's got it, really? So this is you and me working together to create the plot of this movie for the first time ever. We're working together, hand in in hand. Let's meet in the middle. And we disagree off the bat. It's the next day. It's the next day. Okay, all right, I'm happy with that. They've gone to bed, they've slept on it, and it's the next day. They're all waking up, scratching their eyes, going, yesterday was crap, The reason I think that is because I think it's cinematic enough to open up with the fall out, I guess, of what happened in the last movie. Yeah. It reminds everyone of what has happened. It sets a precipice. I think it'll be a very mournful opening. For everyone the will be sad. There'll be sad music. Yes, definitely. Definitely won't be a triumphant opening. Definitely. There'll be one guy sweeping all the ash. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There'll be one like really dusty janitor looking forlorn, rubbing dust of people out of his eyes as he walks down the street with his little broom. So do you think it'll open with just the people of New York or the world and how they're recovering, just the regular ordinary people doing their stuff? Or will it go straight into superhero stuff? Because I really see it going into an ordinary people. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm, I'm definitely how does it there. affect the lives of pub barman? I'm seeing yeah, pub barman's wiping the surface <laughs> of his bar. He's looking around the room. There's no bar flies there. Half his clientele are gone. Yeah, half his clientele are gone. There's little piles of ash on the seats. There's sad music. We cut to high school student. He's sitting in the classroom. He looks over and half the classes and there. The teacher's up the front. He's reading out the roll. He's doing the roll call. He's like, Bueller, anyone? Bueller? He's dead, sir. Okay. Atchison? Right. Atchison? Draws yeah. a line in their name. He's dead too, sir. 
Okay. I'm definitely seeing very mournful people, gentle music, those posters we saw in the trailer of, you know, how do you cope with Jesus taking everyone away? And I foresee a lot of news footage, visuals, here's what happened. The world is still coming to terms with the mass The explosions, the the fight, (laughs) Avengers being covered. The newscast, like there's just a spot for a second news anchor at the desk (laughs) and it's just empty. Yeah, totally. But yes, mournful open, everyone's sad, everyone's recovering. Do we have a narration? A Captain America narration? No, I don't feel narration in it. I don't think the Avengers movies have been known for their narration. They generally seem to jump straight into it. All right. I think we've got to have an action scene pretty early on, so we better start thinking about what action scenes we're going to have, what set pieces we're going to have. We haven't seen anything in the trailer, so it's all totally open. Yeah, the trailer says nothing. The trailer tells us nothing about what's going to be in this movie other than Tony Stark being in space. Aside or is he Thanos, in space? Maybe he's in the soul realm. No. Gonna put that out there. N- no, I don't agree with you. Someone's going to visit I the soul realm. I think he's going to be stuck on a spaceship, flying through space, heading back to Earth, making his logs. He hasn't got any food. He's still got days and days left on his trip. This is going to happen after a while. I think we're going to see the other characters first. I think we're going to go back to Avengers HQ first and okay. see our surviving members. And I think that's when Ant-Man's going to show up. No, I don't think Ant-Man will be there at this point. You think it'll be Sorry later to cut on you movie? off. I think it'll be later on in the movie. But I definitely see see that they're going to collect together and be like, okay, who's who's with us? We've got Rocket Raccoon. We've got Black Widow. We've got Captain America. And yeah, Thor's Nick, around here somewhere. Let's also say Nick Fury no longer is part of this movie, at least at this point in the movie. So it no. kind of seems like the buck has passed to old Captain America. He's take now with the Avengers. Yeah, he's but now. Nick Fury had already left the Avengers ages yeah, ago. I suppose so, so. This is the first movie in a while where he's come back. Well, yeah. the previous movie was the first movie That's in a while true. where he's and come I guess, back. I guess so the, the whole shield already thing. Taken over so that's a good point that's a good point but it'll definitely be Captain America maybe he's finding all the old Avengers maybe that's what's happening well they're all together in the Wakandan battlefield anyway so yeah so are they having a discussion about you know what they're going to do how they're going to be like how they're going to fix this is that an option on their minds or are they just recovering from the fallout I think they'll be at a loss basically they say where do we go from here do we just try and move on is it worth fighting anymore can we afford to have any more losses should we just count ourselves lucky that we're still alive and move on or should we try and start making steps to make things right and I feel like something needs to interrupt that thought because they need Captain to Captain Marvel. Exactly, exactly. Captain Marvel will enter. If you it's, rang. <laughs> if it's not a scene at the end of Captain Marvel itself, it will be a scene here. Captain Marvel will enter and will have some kind of hope to offer these guys. Because yes. there needs to be something that says, we can fix this. This is where the movie will be. She'll burst into Avengers HQ in a very dramatic way. She'll basically come in through the ceiling, let's say. Mm. Uh, and she'll be like, where's Nick? Fury, he rang, and they'll be like, oh, he's dead, sorry. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I think her relationship with Captain what America will be really interesting because they're very similar, Yes, but will there be a conflict there? Will they work together well? That's going to be Maybe because she worked alongside Nick Fury for so long. Black Widow may already know about Captain Marvel, maybe know of her. Maybe her reputation. Yeah, maybe she'll be able to help everybody out in the connection and maybe help get Captain Marvel up to speed with what's going on. Absolutely. Now, at this point, we need an action scene. What on earth is going to be the first action scene in the movie? I don't think we'll be able to go through all well, of them because I think there'll be a ton. Who are our enemies here? Because Thanos is kicking back. He doesn't really mind. Yeah, he's up on his farm. Yeah, so you're you're very strong on this farm. And I agree yeah. with you, by the way. He's I got definitely a big think floppy hat and a field of corn. He's, he's definitely he's sitting at his, back. He's open front house. He's a retired man. Yes, he's succeeded. He's won. Yeah, there's nothing else for him to do. Will they visit Thanos? Absolutely, absolutely. At this point? Not at this point. I think it's going to be start of Act 3. Because I don't imagine Thanos putting up a fight. No, so. exactly. I'm seeing very much an Ozymandias ending, if you've seen Watchmen, how yes, once he succeeded in his plan, he stopped fighting. He just let them beat him up. Said, there's no point fighting. I've succeeded. There's nothing you can do now to reverse anything. But we'll get there. Maybe we should get there sooner than later because we don't want to go on for too long. Okay. But yeah, who's the enemy? Who's What action scenes can they work into the That's movie? That's what I'm scratching my head at. I can't... And I tried to look at the cast list to see some kind of... Villain. Insight, but I can't see who the villain of this movie is. And how are they going to stretch it over three and a half hours, Manny D? So here's a few options here. Thanos is the bad guy. Possibly. But I think we've discussed yeah. there's no real reason for him to be that way unless they start trying to reverse the effects of what he's done. What if somebody that we've already seen starts Captain Marvel. betraying the group? Don't think Not Captain betraying, Marvel. but maybe she does the thing of like, who are you guys? Fight, fight, fight. Yeah. Oh, we're friends. 
We just had a 15-minute fight sequence for yeah. no reason. Could Nebula be the bad guy this I movie? I think Nebula will have a run-in with Tony Stark. I think that's how she's going to be connected to the rest of the characters. She's going to be on the same spaceship as Tony Stark, going to creep out from behind a pillar and be like, hey, and he'll be like, who is this space bitch? Really? Yeah, absolutely. And then they'll discuss it. They'll work out the differences between each other and then they'll travel back together on Earth. Maybe Nebula's got away. She says, oh, if we go to this planet and have an action scene, we can get a faster ship to get back to Earth. Because Nebula wants to kill Thanos, so there's... We can presume that. There is that still there, so maybe she's after Thanos. Maybe she not really concerned about saving the world, but more concerned about killing Thanos, and maybe that's what spins the conflict. Her wheels. Yeah, or gets Thanos Her active again. flowing. Mm. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> flowing. I just want to talk about Thanos. This is really what I think will happen. Okay. I have this scene in my head. It's all painted out for me. He's on his farm. The Avengers, through all whatever means, they've all teamed up back together. All the living ones, that is, including the new Captain Marvel and Ant-Man's joined them. Maybe the Wasp has joined them as well. They've gotten to Thanos's planet. Maybe Captain Marvel has the power to travel through space or she can teleport. Anyway, she's helping them get there. And so they arrive on the planet with Thanos in his farm, his big floppy hat, blade of grass through his teeth, and they're ready to fight, but he's just kicking up on his rocking chair, feet up and going, you know, I've won, I don't need to fight anymore. And they'll try and fight him, he goes, up. Oh, you guys will never learn. And then somehow they'll burn down his farm. The farm, all the corn crops are going to go up in flames. And that's going to set Thanos off. He's like, you've made popcorn of my corn. And he's going to go furious and he's going to go over, whap on the glove. You really think restrained, cold, calculated Thanos will get angry that they burnt his farm? Yes. Maybe they burnt half of it. He's like, damn it. The irony. (laughs) He'll whap on his glove. He'll go out and start kicking asses. I'm with you with the farming bit. I'm not with you you with the burning of the crop field setting him off no okay mm. all right i i'm happy to go when with it, it happens in the movie you you uh, watch your face will be red and his will be purple yes that's an interesting idea i guess maybe it does but i just don't see that angering him i guess but here's what i, I think, think it'll be something silly and in the comic it they've gone a little bit in a different direction maybe it's nebula who burns down his farm and so it's personal maybe. But Thanos I'm set on the farm burning. I want to see those corn crops burning. <laughs> Originally, Thanos in the comics mm. is a lot of his motivation is because he's in love with death, and death is an actual character. That's right. And they've kind of abandoned this in the whole Mar- Avengers movies, and I think that's kind they've of made for the him best. more of a traditional, say, Star Wars style bad guy. Exactly, but more cinematic. Yeah, exactly. More relatable, more grounded in realism. So he's not like a love struck fool. He actually has a purpose. He actually has a point. But Thanos, a large part of him is trying to impress death maybe bring death to life, but maybe we're switching it up because his adopted daughter is yes. dead. Will he regret what he did? Will he try to bring her back to life? Will that be a motivation into something? I don't think so. You I don't, don't think, think he's, so? I don't think he's going to try and go for redemption. Maybe he'll be really sad about it. I foresee something like that potentially happening. Are you saying he sacrifices the Infinity Gauntlet of his own free will? I think He says, I lament, take this gauntlet, undo what I've done. Here is what I definitely think. Thanos won't die by anybody else's hands. He'll die by his own. You know Um, what? I'm inclined to agree. Yes. The gauntlet is destroyed. I don't think we're going to have the gauntlet in this movie. Really? No. But maybe we have the stones and the way that they bring characters back to life will hinge on Captain Marvel. Now, I know that's vague and I know I'm not really potentially spoiling anything, just throwing it out there, but that's what I think the link is. But then you get three hours of the movie to cover. Yeah, I know. What's going to go on in the middle of that movie? Be a lot of people walking around trying to find each other. There's going to be lots of long, heartfelt conversations. Definitely. With with dewy eyes to the camera. Definitely. And everyone, maybe everyone has a stone. Maybe they're trying to bring the stones together. Potentially. You're saying that once the gauntlet falls apart, they'll shoot up in the air (laughs) and fly across the universe. Yes. Or maybe the Collector has something that they can use. That's just a random thing I threw out there. I think the Collector's dead as well. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah, we can presume that since his whole base of operations was burning down and destroyed. It's a toughie. It's a toughie. Do we go with what you were saying in Captain Marvel turns back the wheels of time? I hope they don't do that. I I think what they'll do is they'll set up Captain Marvel as their main hope. And then she'll fail in some capacity. So she has this ability to turn back time or reverse things in some 
capacity. Mm-hmm. But then at the last moment, when it's down to the line, she'll fail. And then they have to turn to the stones. They'll have to turn to the time stone, the green stone, whatever that one was, and then reverse it. Yep, the time stone, yeah. Through that method anyway. That's what I think is going to happen. That could potentially happen. So they're going to place all their bets on red. And when it comes last second, it's going to be black that takes them over the line. Well, I think, to uh, yeah, there's definitely going to be a loss there. That could be that. Will she die? I don't think she'll die. I think she'll piss off again like she did at the end of her movie. Yes. But I think everyone will be brought back successfully through the powers of the Infinity Stones. Mm. I disagree with you that they're going to be peppered throughout the movie unless they've literally scooped up and put into a pepper shaker and shaken around. <laughs> I think they'll all be brought back in one big group at the end and it'll be all happy and heartfelt. You're going to sacrifice an awesome fight scene for that? Aren't they all going to fight in the final battle? Come on, they're going to do that. They're I don't totally think they will. Do that. Really? I, don't, I think they're going to scale it back. I think it's going to be a very small final fight. Let's quickly say... I I don't know. I think it's going to be epic. They're going to break up into teams. There's going to be an A team and a B team. What is the A team going to be focusing on, do you reckon? And what do you think the B team is going to be focusing on? I think it's safe to say that Captain Marvel will be with Captain America in the A team. Yep. The rejects are going to be in the B team. They're going to be doing something less important, but more comical. Yep. What are they focused on? They're going to get into action scenes, of course, as they go along the way. Maybe they're trying to find Stark. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah, maybe. I think Nebula and Stark might have their own adventures, Mm. like I said, they might go off to get another method of travelling back to Earth. Can I quickly just put something out there as well? Yes, just absolutely. While I have it Please do, we're scrambling. Ant-Man will come in. Yes. He has fallen through time and space last time we see him. Mm. I'm going to have a little extension on a review we did a little while later. I think Ant-Man a little while before, sorry. I think Ant-Man is going to be in the Captain Marvel movie. Really? he will come through time and he'll come into the 90s. Captain Marvel will get the pager from Nick Fury and it'll be Ant-Man that brings Captain Marvel to the Avengers. Right. I think that's a great idea. I think yeah. I'm completely on board with that. Yeah. It makes sense and you because this who is else happen, say early act two, you say, rather than halfway through act one. I mean, it feels to me like it should happen early on. I, I saw the bit in the trailer where Ant-Man is like waving like an idiot in the yeah. intercom. And I think that is him bringing Captain Marvel there. Yeah, so I, I definitely agree with everyone's you Everyone's dismayed. She's in the back of the van. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, what are we going to do? We need to do something, blah, blah, blah. And that's when Ant-Man brings Captain Marvel. He's like- So she's not going to come flying through the ceiling like I predicted. Nah, that would be cool, but maybe not. Yeah. And then they have like a Lord of the Rings style sit down just like, all right, what are yes. we doing? Loki's in this movie, I saw. And my hammer- and I'm wondering yeah, if he'll he's probably be brought back to life. Yeah, and Hemdall, he be... that was the guy who I couldn't think of before, but yeah. yeah. He, he may have bitten the bullet, but I, yeah. I think he'll be brought back as I mean, well. Spider-Man, I think, will come back. Absolutely. Should, I know he will, but like... He's got I a think... movie coming up later this year that we're going to be talking about. I think he should be... And they've already movie... said it's after Endgame. Yes. I think he should be in it earlier on, sorry, than he is. I can't see him rocking up at the end of the movie. I think he'll be in it no, earlier. No, I think he'll be at the end of the movie. Wow. I disagree with you there, okay. Many D. All right, I'm going to go on board with this to, to make this yes. a collaboration. So what are the A-team and the B-team doing? Let's decide that right so now. So A-team's with Captain Marvel, yeah. and they are finding... Do we, do we want to go in specifics of what they're doing? Yeah, let's just say something, anything. Make a prediction. They're going to go visit Thanos, and they're going yep. to force Thanos into finding a cure for the 50-50. They're going to try to convince him. It's not going to go down well. Right. But what other leads do you have? And they're going to burn his farm. They're going to burn his farm, yes. yes. They have to, buddy D. Or Captain Marvel has a way to go back in time, but if she could do that, she'd do that right at the start. So yeah. I think they're going to go into Thanos. Now, B-team. What are the B-team doing? What else is there to do here? Remember that scene in Infinity War that was really drawn out and really unnecessary in the yes. long run? Where Thor was trying to power up that whole yes. forge in the yes. middle of space. And it just went on and on and on and on and didn't really matter. They could have just said, yep, here's a new hammer, here you go. I think they're going to be doing something along those lines. They're going to be doing busy work. Okay. Could they bring someone back to life? Could there be someone specifically that they need? Maybe it's Strange. Maybe it's Doctor Strange. Maybe they need Doctor Strange because he knew the plans and all that jazz. So maybe they're like, well, well we he need sort of Doctor hinted Strange. that he foresaw the one future where they all survive. Yeah. And there's a big so, thing that maybe he planned this because yeah, this was the outcome absolutely. that was always going to happen. So so maybe they are trying to resurrect Doctor Strange. Yeah, potentially through some method. Potentially that brings Strange through into the magic, page. since it relates to Doctor Strange. Well, I mean, 
He can make copies of himself. Lifestone. Yeah. You've got your heart set on them already having the stones halfway yeah, through the movie. Okay, well, I guess the stones are with Thanos. I'm still on the aspect of the gauntlet is broken. Maybe the A-team are going there because they want to steal the gauntlet. They're very disappointed when they find that the gauntlet is broken. I think it's safe to say they're definitely going to be doing busy work, but what okay. exactly that busy work is. Yeah, I like the idea of maybe trying to resurrect Doctor Strange. I think that's enough of a prediction that we've <laughs> we've made one. Yep. Now, major deaths. Final death. Deaths that are going to be Stark. permanent. Yes, definitely Tony Stark. How do you think he'll go? He'll sacrifice himself for the good of humankind and everyone will be teary and he'll have a very final, nice final word. He keeps trying to do that. You reckon he'll be successful this time? Yes. Okay. Can you see Robert Downey Jr. doing another movie? No disrespect no. to the man. I'm not saying anything about him, but I, I just think he's done with that I franchise. I don't think Pepper Potts will die either. I think she will. No, I don't think she'll die. I think she'll just be sad and then we won't ever see her again nope, in she'll another die. movie. She'll die okay. in this movie. <laughs> okay. sorry, to, sorry to be disagreeing with you. Maybe he comes back to Earth with a gun and just murder suicide. <laughs> Just go okay, so down a completely think, dark road. You, you think Pepper Potts is going to be alive? But yeah, you're just not going to see. She's going to be sad. She'll be at the funeral, and then we won't see her again in another movie. Okay, that's what I think. Okay, so but Tony Stark. Tony Stark dead. I definitely see a sacrifice. Yep. So otherwise, you know, it's not really worth it. And it's not really a satisfying character arc. I feel that. I think he's done everything that character can do, and I think it makes sense for him to pass on, and it sort of bookends that franchise because it really all started with Iron Man, Hulk as well. I'm going to predict the Hulk too. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Hulk is going to die, yeah, do you think? Yeah, that's my big prediction of I this episode. I would have said Captain America. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that You're too. just killing all of them. <laughs> but I'm going to definitely say the Hulk. He is, yeah, I think he's done. Why? Why the Hulk? He's too good. That's the problem. Okay. They keep coming up with more and more contrived reasons to get him out of the way because he's too handy. Yeah. He's too strong. I definitely think climax of the movie, Hulk comes out full force. We get our Hulk fix. Iron Man is dying. Self-sacrifice. It'll You reckon it'll be a big final fight with Thanos in some way? Yeah, that's the question, isn't it? Part of me wants to say yes. See, we have nothing to go on. This is complete speculation. But maybe maybe it's like maybe it's maybe it's a portal in the sky. Yeah, and he flies up there with a missile like he wanted to do in the first one. Maybe it is a natural disaster. I, I do you're gonna say a natural death. No. He's just suddenly like <coughs> blood clot in the brain. I shouldn't have been drinking in. so heavily all these yes. years. I think someone's going to go to the Soul Realm, by the way. I, I touched on that a little really? bit before. That'll be a factor that they all go visit the Soul Realm. Maybe that'll be a B-team thing. Yep. Maybe that'll be an Iron wouldn't Man thing. Wouldn't it be thing. great? I totally can't see them doing this, but wouldn't it be great if they went to like the Soul Realm and they had to fight all the dead villains? Actually, you bring up a really interesting point. Are the old cast in the Soul Realm? Well, they weren't credited, so unless they're trying to hide spoilers. That does sound like them. But I mean, like, you know, Peter Parker, is he in the Soul Realm? Is Doctor Strange <gasps> in the Soul Realm? That's a good point. So maybe getting to the Soul Realm is something they do. Mm, maybe they physically have to be rescued from the other realm rather than being brought back to life through magic or the stones, whatever. Yeah. Maybe they have to travel to the Soul Realm. Ant-Man, through his powers, can travel through dimensions shrink down to the Soul Realm somehow. Take everybody with him somehow. Well, they went to the Soul Realm in the last movie, right? That's where he mm. met. Is that where he met Red Skull? Am I confused? I don't think that was a Soul Realm. I think that was a specific planet. Or he definitely visited, or was it with uh, Gamora he visited the Soul Realm with her? Yeah, well, it could be. But so maybe I they're rescuing know. someone from the Soul Realm. Maybe they need advice on what to do next. Visit the Soul Realm and that's when you get your old guys, but they don't come back yet. But they get their nice little cameo, like Peter yeah. Parker can be like, hey, funny line. Yeah. Let me help you. Let's find Doctor Strange. I know where he is. Or maybe it's not Doctor Strange. Maybe it's somebody else. Maybe it's Loki. Maybe they need mm. to find somebody who they don't get along with to help out. Hemdall. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? I don't know if Star-Lord will be in this movie. Was he credited? You know what? I don't think he was. But I can guarantee you he'll be in the movie. He absolutely will be in the movie. Okay. If not brought back at the end Because that's going to be joke. interesting because Star-Lord kind of like screwed things up for everybody. Yeah. They're just going to be kicking his ass for the last <laughs> you goddamn half idiot. of the movie. All right. So, so we, Matty D, our plot's a mess. Okay. Let's, this is a complete let's, mess. Let's succinct it. So we've got A-team with Captain America. They're going to go to visit Thanos. We've got B-team. Are we saying they're going to the solar Yes, realm? let's say that. Then we've got the third plot, which is Tony Stark coming back on the spaceship with Nebula, who tries to attack him. Maybe they go to Thanos' planet as a detour, because surely... Nebula would know how to get there. Didn't Thanos' planet... No, it didn't die, but he got ostracized. 
ostracized from his planet, right? He has his own planet with the farm. We saw it at the end of the movie. There was no farm, but... You think that's a planet? I thought that was Earth. No, I don't think it's Earth. Okay. They'll go there. They'll meet the, the Avengers with Captain Marvel there, and it all works out. Yep. Yep. We're looking more succinct now. Yep. Try to get the gauntlet. The gauntlet's not there. Do they convince Thanos to help them because they can get I Gamora back? I think they've got to, like I said, narratively satisfying. You've got to have a fight with him. He's got to be oh, yeah. killed off. They can't really do it all wishy-washy. I mean, they sort of did in the last movie, but anyway. Maybe he alludes to the fact that the Soul Realm is where to go. And Maybe. Then, and then the whole movie I don't is... think he's going to help them out that much. Here's the thing. No. He either will help them and then Nebula will be the bad guy or he will... I can tell some people who really are into these movies are going to be like, Matty D's an idiot. Yeah. And that Kieran guy, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Or they will be going, and Thanos will try to stop them. But I just—he just seems lazy to me at this yeah. point in time. Don't make me get off my rocking chair. And a big fight scene. Yes, of course, big final fight scene. Goodbye, Captain America. Goodbye, Hulk. Goodbye, Tony Stark. And the only way that they can save the population is if someone sacrifices themselves, and yeah. it'll be Iron Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he'll go in a blaze of glory, holding hands with the Hulk and Captain America. Like the end of Toy Story, but he actually dies. Toy Story 3, that is. And I think they're going to make a big deal about Earth's Mightiest Heroes, about that's their job. Their job was to fight the battles that the people that never could, and their job is now to sacrifice themselves, die, and let the human race... Almost like the title, Avengers Endgame, which yes. refers to the chess strategy of sacrificing your most important pieces to win the game. Yeah. It's all coming together, Matty D. It is. There you go. Matty D, this has to be one of the worst plots we've ever done. I think there's some good points. I this think, is a, this I is think a rough we may shambles. Be, yeah, I think we may be closer than we think, but we've literally come in with nothing but the trailer. I feel like we've poster. tried to build a tower out of macaroni sticks. Absolutely. And no glue. <laughs> exactly. Macaroni sticks. That's the first okay. thing I could think of. Paddle pop sticks or macaroni? Pa- paddle pop <laughs> sticks actually fit together. Yeah. Okay. Macaroni <laughs> sticks. Yeah. Some people would call that spaghetti or whatever. <laughs> anyway, so I think that's as far as we can go as far as speculating Avengers Endgame. Otherwise, I think we'll be here all night. Yes. We were so confident coming in. I know you said you know exactly what's going to happen in this yeah, movie before. Well, I may have told a few white lies there. <laughs> but anyway, next week so, we're going to be talking about something completely different. Yes. Something that's actually not a sequel or a remake. It's part of a series, but I guess still. So. It's a little popular. I'm yeah. very excited about this movie. It Karen, actually wasn't on the schedule, but due to Matty D's insistence, yes, I pestered it in. I pestered the Kieran. I was on his ear. We're going to be talking about the Ryan Reynolds vehicle, Detective Pikachu. Yes. I think the first ever live action Pokemon movie. It will be. The first ever live action Detective Pokemon movie. And, and in this climate of live action movies. Yes. <laughs> This is Here one comes that will, Pikachu. This one that we'll actually be talking about because it's not a remake. No, there we go. I'm I'm excited for this episode. You are? Mm. Okay, makes fun of us. <laughs> anyway. So I guess that was Avengers. Yeah, I guess Endgame. it was. Yeah. Um, we did our best. That's yeah. all I can say on that. We did our best. I'm very interested in seeing how close. You know what? Or how far we are from I'm a the little bit, plot. I'm a little bit confident that okay. we, we have something that might be a little close to what's going to happen on okay. that movie. All right. I'm glad, yeah. But you know what? I'm really excited about this movie, so I'm going to have fun watching it, and I hope I'm wrong, because I, I don't like to know what's going to happen yeah. in these movies. I like to You'd be You'd rather wowed. be surprised. Yeah, especially these movies, because they're yeah. big events. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, join us next week for Detective Pikachu. If you have your own theories on where the Avengers movie will go, you can always tell us at our Facebook page where Potential Spoilers Podcast, we've got our own page and you can email us at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. That's all one word, potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. And give us some five stars, please. Yes, especially after this shambles. I think You may not want to, but it would be nice if you did. You should give us five stars for effort. Yes, it was definitely a Herculean effort this time. We're millennials. We like to be praised for everything so just give us those five stars because we tried (laughs) yes absolutely so thanks for joining me Matty D it's been fun yeah I certainly had fun yeah me too and we'll catch you all next week my brain slightly hurts but I'm all good and mine too (laughs) goodbye everybody see you next time Give me a drink, bartender.